edition of Road Trip, and I'm your host, Ali Clifton. He is Richard Jefferson. Yes, I am. Cheers. He Cheers. is Channing Fry. Channing, where are you? Because you're not at home. Uh, <laughs> I'm in Central Oregon, so I wanted to take my kids sledding and see the snow. Uh, so I'm in a rental house on a river uh, behind me. So we've the, been here. The a week. pandemic it's been is nice. tough. When you when you have a home in Portland, then you have <laughs> your vacation sucks. home in Portland, and then you go and yeah. take another trip <laughs> and rent a home in Portland. Are you are you gonna be all yeah, right? Now? Well, it's technically not Portland. It's like Bend, so it's about four hours away. But I wonder. There's no snow in Portland, so wow. out here it's been sunny every day. We took them to go sledding. Uh, they would make it snowman, so it's nice, man. You gotta mix it up a little bit, dog. Channing's you gotta just, mix it up. He's just really trying to emphasize why they call it God's country. Uh, but I think with that uh -huh. said, we got a special guest. He's a man that needs no introduction. Um, and he <laughs> wanted to join us. <laughs> he does. Cheers, Cheers, finally, LeBron Cheers. James. Cheers. 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 Welcome here, back to here he needs an LeBron Alfred James. You called him what? That's his middle name, Alfred. Oh, here you go. Oh, here we go Alfred. with that. Mm. Well, it's good to see you. It's good to be seen. I mean, I haven't seen you like in the flesh since March. Yeah, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. while. It's been a while. What's been going on in your world? Anything happened? No, it's been pretty quiet <laughs> in my world, to be That's, honest. It's been pretty it. quiet. <laughs> no, it's been a quiet. It's been quite a few weeks, man. So, um, uh, I saw your ugly face in the bubble. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I saw you. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you saw that you were you were riding your bike around the the square footage that that we had. Uh, it was tough for me because I was only there for forty days. How long were you guys there? Ninety six days, ninety five nights. I would never forget it. Oh, he's <laughs> got it down. You have to the hours and minutes. Ninety six days, ninety five nights. I would never forget it, man. What was the experience? Okay, so now. You guys had the best experience because you left with a championship. <laughs> but what, like, overall, like, to see it pulled off, to see all the things that, that went on to get it done, and then to see all of some of the positive change and the positive messages that were going on in the bubble, how, how was the entire experience? So what side, what side do you want first? I want, want... Just, man, we got hours. Okay, so uh, we'll <laughs> I mean, go, go with the good first. Let's go with the good. Let's go, go with the good, good Let's first. Let's go with the good. Okay, so so Adam Silver in the NBA, Michelle Roberts and that crew, mm -hmm. they did a hell of a job of, of putting that thing together. Mm -hmm. And I mean, obviously we saw what was going on early on with baseball. We see now what's going on with football, no matter the pros or, or college with the, you know, with COVID and the pandemic. So for them to put that together and for it to be able to last the way it lasts, um, kudos to both sides. Mm -hmm. um, from a social injustice standpoint, um, us as, uh, as the players to be able to use the NBA platform and us be able to go out there and speak about uh, cystic racism, uh, um, you know, police brutality, voter suppression, mm -hmm. everything that was going on um, gave us an opportunity. I mean, obviously, we know you play for the franchise and we competed against them yeah. with the Warriors. They say strength is numbers, yeah. strength in numbers. We actually saw that in the bubble. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, they sat out a game, they boycotted a game because of something that happened in their backyard where we all aware of and we all stood in solidarity with Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and if we had decided to leave at that very moment, um, our numbers and being as strong as we could have been would have been depleted. Um, so as far as us being able to stick through that and be able to create some change while we're in there and speak about things that was going on in the communities and think, uh, talk about things that was just affecting not only our personal lives, but our own communities and things of that nature, unbelievable. Mm. Basketball, unbelievable. 
I loved every part of the basketball. Besides not having fans, Laker Nation, I and the rest of the group, guys, we miss you guys so damn much. It's like it was eerie. It was eerie. It's I, eerie. The first time, no kidding, no kidding. The first time I got to watch a game, I think it was conference finals, and so I'm sitting there watching the guys run out, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, the Los Angeles Lakers. And the guys were just joking. They were like, hey, running out. And it was like, no applause. Like, Nothing. None. But you would never guess if you were watching it from home. And, you would never guess. And that's guess. what my mom and my wife were saying the whole time. She was like, from, for us, at home, it was it was a great experience. Yeah. And that's another kudos to the league. They did an unbelievable job of being able to showcase it to their fans. Yeah. But for the players, when you ran out there. there nothing. And all you heard was sneakers and basketball. It was like the first AAU tournament you ever played growing up. But even then, the AAU tournaments were At least like, your mom and them was mom, there. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least you got that. It was literally nothing. Yeah. It was straight dead silence. Okay, so let me ask you this then, from that standpoint. Because we even talked, we had a moment where there were moments you would, like, look up at the crowd, mid-game, emotional, you know, and act as if they were there, right? So you were huge, the, the one of the biggest leaders, in making sure that that bubble, the restart, happened. Yeah. So when you experience all of that for the first time, were you disappointed? Were you mad? Were you like, oh, my God, this is what it's going to be about? Like, how were you able to process all that? Well, I mean, it's, it's almost the same feeling as uh, when you first time you go to a haunted house. You get excited with your friends. Your friends are telling you how great it is, and you get juiced up, juiced up, and juiced up, and juiced up. You really don't realize how scary that shit is until you get inside <laughs> of that haunted house. Yeah. And that's really? what I compare to the bubble. We were all excited to get back. We were excited to be playing basketball again. I mean, we stopped, we stopped playing in March. Um, so we were all excited. But you don't really know what you're getting yourself into until you get inside the bubble and they tell you that right there, you cannot go outside that gate. Mm -mm. You cannot go outside that line. If you go outside <laughs> that line, the gun line boss, gun from, line boss. From, from life. If you go outside that gun line, you will be um, in 14-day quarantine. Um, and Ooh, that is the last no thing that you want you. to be. You're already inside of a bubble. You're inside of a line. You can't go outside of the gates. You can't do anything beside here. And if they tell you you got to be inside your room for 14 days, that, that's, a, that's a killer. So, Channing, could you handle... Channing, could you handle... Could you handle... I did a week when I got in, and that was no. hard. And I talked to you. That was dark. That was dark. Like, could you handle a two-week a two-week quarantine, Channing, or a week quarantine? No way. I want to say, you know what? This ain't it. This ain't it. Just, <laughs> just get me out. I got it. This ain't hang it. Hang on, though. Hang get on, though. Because you all play on a team where you did win a title, Channing, so you know how hard that is, how I awesome it is room. to be a champion. Would you have done yeah, it for I, that? Yeah, but you didn't know. No, Allie. I mean, no, yeah, we, yeah, we know. didn't know. But, but the, here's still... the thing. Allie, I was always going out. I was always like... <laughs> Walking around, meeting somebody, doing something. Talking I was never somebody, in my room. Talking to somebody. <laughs> Channing, yeah. This yes. guy walks around Channing every by city we go to. Is the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he goes. Yeah, he like just it, walks around towns like he's not listen, seven it, foot. It, and why no one knows I like Golden is. State is because there are so many homeless people I could just talk to when you guys got tired of me. <laughs> <laughs> I just white walk up and strike your conversation. Channing, Channing would have fished. But real quick, I want one thing. Because when I got there, again, it was so weird getting there towards the latter phase. And so, like, you're talking to – I was just with the crew. Yeah. ESPN staff, TNT staff. And it was weird because we normally don't get to hang out. Like, right. Allie LaForce, I met her. And right. 
um, uh, Rebecca Harlow. These are people were never at the same arena at the same time because right. they're normally TNT, we're ESPN. So you get a chance to like talk to different people and, and have conversations uh, with them. But they said like that 48 hours when the Milwaukee Bucks decided to walk off, no one knew if there was ever going to be games like for the rest of this bubble, of if it was going to be canceled. Yeah. They said that the whole, pun intended, that the whole bubble deflated. Yeah. There were people walking around like, yo, we've been spending, you know, months here prepping for this, and all of a sudden this thing might be completely over. What was that 48 hours like for when you found out them, then as a leader, what the Lakers were going to do? What, just take us yeah. through that 48 I'll give hours. You, I'll give you the whole story and, and just break it up a little bit. Up next on Road Trippin'. I was ready to, to walk away. I had, called, I had called my wife and called my mom and told them that um, I was probably headed home. Chosen Family Wines. We got labels, we got juice, we got vineyards, we got winemakers, we got legends. Why Chosen Family? What we put in our bottle and what we're about, we want to be a megaphone for vineyards and winemakers and their versatility of their grape. Trust us, give us a chance. You're going to like it. You're, You're excited for people to drink this wine. I think we have a great product. I know we have a great product. I basically put my name on it. So like, obviously it must be good. We were actually playing, I believe game three. I believe it was game three versus Portland. That, that, that night, the, the last game. So it was, it was Milwaukee, Orlando followed by Houston, OKC, and then we were at a later game. Um, and so I, I was taking my nap, and when I get up from my nap, I, I get treatment with Mike, and, and I'm sitting on my couch, and, I'm, and I, turn on, I turn on the TV to start watching the Milwaukee-Orlando game. And as soon as I turn on the TV, there's nobody on the court, but the game was supposed to start like 20 minutes ago. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? So... Um, this is before I even go to my phone or anything. So as soon as I wake up, I, I you know, I'm just starting doing that. And they say Milwaukee refuses to come on the court. So um, I start getting calls and phone calls and things of that nature. And um, this was still up in the air if they were going to play. No one knew um, what was going on um, because, you know, frank, frankly, even the Magic didn't know, right. you know, what was going on. So the whole league was caught by <laughs> surprise. So we were just sitting there and wondering what was going on. And as the time went on, basically they said Milwaukee was not going to play. They had made a decision to boycott the game because of what happened in their, you know, in their backyard back in Milwaukee with another innocent black man being gunned down. Um, so I got on the phone with, with Chris Paul because their game was next. Um, and I, I called him and Russ. And, and I told them straight up that it, it, there's no way that we can go out on the floor as the Lakers and play our game with what just uh, transpired. Um, what are you guys going to do? And they felt the same way. Um, they was like, we need to get all the information that was going on because it's still some things that's not been checked off. But we would look stupid if we went out and played, mm -hmm. you know, and Milwaukee decided to sit down and we've been, you know, preaching this solidarity thing as a brotherhood because yeah. we are a brotherhood, even when you get blindsided from your brother. That's what that, that's the question. Is that again, like all the people that yes. know all the guys, like what was that? It's basically like you then come together in that room. And the one thing that comes out of that room is LeBron James gets up and leaves. That's the one thing that comes out. Oh, of course. I mean, of course that's going <laughs> to. Of mean, course if, it does. If it was LeBron comes in the room and the last thing he said out, they would have said that. So. But in the moment, but, did but, you doubt? Did you, you sit down last? Well, I, I, what, Channing? <laughs> did you sit down last? 
<laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> no, I did but, not. but okay, I'm saying well, just checking. Okay, that would have so been a bad like, Obviously, hindsight is 2020. That's right. not it. But they made a decision, uh -huh. and as brothers, I understand. Right. And, formerly being a part of the Brotherhood, I understood that, like, whatever they were going to do, you were going to support. Yeah, you were going right. to support. But that was such a big, powerful yeah, move was. that it's like shooting a text to the, the Players Association, right. shooting a text to, you know, Chris Paul, like the guys that are the president, the vice president, shooting a text like, hey, guys, we're this is what we're thinking about yeah. doing, but we need to make sure that we are unified as a group. That was the one thing that, not to be critical, but could have caused some issues. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, as players, we, we felt the same way. We felt like, you know, um, we're not against what you guys were standing for, because we've all felt it too. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, you know, when it hits in your backyard, you feel a little bit more. Um, but, you know, when, when we're all together, you know, as an army, you know, if we're an army and we're going out for battle, and we say we're here in solidarity, and someone in the front decides to go before we say charge. Charge. Now we're all caught off guard. Yeah. Leroy, you know, so, Leroy Jenkins. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar, I'm glad so, you got to it before I did. Damn it, Leroy. Yeah. Damn it, Leroy. So that's that's what happened. And, and I, to be honest, I was ready to to walk away. Yeah. I was ready to walk that's away. I, I had called I had called my wife and called my mom and told them that um, I was probably headed home. Um, Why? Because there was no plan. After we decided to do what we did and we boycotted the games, what's next? Mm -hmm. What the hell are we doing? Next? Oh, so we're going to just go back? Okay, now game three, yeah. Lakers versus Portland. What the hell? Wh what are we doing? We've decided to, to take off these games for the right reason. Mm -hmm. Okay, but there's some other issues that needs to be dealt with as well. What is our plan? And at that moment when I walked out, we sat there and talked for two, three, four hours, and there was still no plan. So I walked out because I, I, my, my time is very valuable, and I knew what could what could help the change. Yeah. But when you're dealing with a, a group of a lot of uh, emotional, emotional, uh, you know, a lot of ego, a lot of guys that's passionate about themselves and and what they believe in, then it's hard to figure out a plan at that very moment. Yeah. So it was best for me to step out. Yeah. Well, look, that that's that's, look. It is one of the harder positions to be in, being not only like the leader of a team, the like the face of a league, you know, a vocal, a vocal leader as far as like, you know, I still stand by, was it Patrick Beverly? He's like, look, if Brown playing, we playing, right? Like I was joking, I, I joke with I joke with one of the guys, uh, and, and I'll keep him nameless. I was like, guys, look, at the end of the day, the NBA wants everybody there. But they only need like five people there. <laughs> they need Bron. They need Giannis. They need James. They, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll figure it out the rest of the way as long as they can sell. You know, are they need the Lakers? They need the Celtics. There's like, it's like, yeah, everybody can sit here and be like, oh, well, it's like, yo, at the end of the day, like the the league needs about ten guys and about five teams. Everything else is like a, a, a bonus from a standpoint of like what they're going to advertise, what they're going to do. So when Pat Beverly says like, yo, look, if Braun say we playing, we all going to show up. But the other side of that is when all the drama happens, everybody looks at you yeah, know, exactly. you. LeBron yeah, everybody looks true. at you and it's like, however you handle it, however you don't handle it, it's they still looking at you. And yeah, because so, he's a drama queen. He loves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> By the way, that's why he's here. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly you why he's literally here. told me that we could not <laughs> yeah. do Roger Moore without Channing. Yeah, yeah, Are you mad? I know I did. <laughs> By the way, I'm like, we're going to cut Channing off and getting back to his making of snow cones and uh, <laughs> snowmen. No, 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 no,
understand that. I understand that, RJ. And, and that's that's the way it was. And, and that's my responsibility. Yeah. I get it. You know, as much as, uh, uh, you know, you can hate it at times, you know, you know, you say, okay, why is it always on me? That's the position I've been put in. So I, I needed time to digest it. So I walked out. I was ready to walk away. But also I understand that it wasn't just squarely about me. Yeah. So I needed a moment to to digest the whole situation, to actually sleep on the whole situation. And um, and I was able to do that and, and wake up the next day and, and, and had a plan of what I thought could the, work for us going forward. The media people did not. And I think, and again, to the Milwaukee Bucks credit, Chris Paul, Michelle Roberts, the entire NBA, even the owners, everyone came together and was like, hey, like, how can we? And I, I believe Barack Obama was involved and like, hey, what should we ask for? If we're going to stay here in the face of all of this, what should we ask for? Like, what can we do to help continue to help change? Yeah. And, you know, again, that more than an athlete into more than to a vote, it, mm -hmm. more than a vote yeah. into, you know, the 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 polling places and yep. all like so it's something positive did come from a negative situation. But you guys were trying to plan in 36 hours, 40, yeah, 48 and hours. And figure out how we're going to get back on the before, floor, yeah. too. So it was like you, you want to see all this change. But I felt like that those conversations and that change needed to happen before we step back on the floor. Yeah. You know, and, and we had I don't know if you guys heard, but we had a, a, a you know, a, a conversation where a lot of the, the two or three out of, you know, the guys from each respective team, the coaches. And we had a, a huge Zoom call with the owners, yeah. all 30 owners. Yeah. And um, you know, to talk about some of the changes or some of the things that we can do to help create change while we are still playing the game. Because a lot of people was, was saying like, okay, well, you know, once you guys get to playing basketball, then you guys are gonna forget about us. And I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want that, well, the narrative is gonna happen. People are gonna say you're gonna do this, but I actually wanted to see real change. And a lot of the things that we talked about is some of the things that I mentioned earlier was the, the voter suppression and, and having places to have polling so, uh, sites, you know, like you just mentioned. Yeah. You know, we got 30 NBA franchises with arenas. Yeah. We needed to have, if not all 30, as close to 30 as possible where people can go and vote. Because mm -hmm. um, we've seen what happened in Georgia. We've seen what happened right outside Atlanta where people couldn't go vote. Um, they were telling them that they shouldn't, they, they need to go somewhere else. And people were waiting three and four, four hours standing in line mm -hmm. to, to vote. And we knew how important the November election was. Mm -hmm. uh, we also seen the, the things that was happening in the community with police brutality. And we wanted to be able to put in an initiative or something that can hold our police people accountable. Mm -hmm. Just like everybody else. It's not just the police, though. It's yeah. everybody. Yeah. Anyone, any one of us in, in this world or in America where we live in, if you do something that harms other people, you're held accountable. Yeah. And we felt like the, at that point in time, the police were not being held accountable. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the things that we talked about. Um, and then being able to start up just more initiatives to be able to give our communities a safe uh, way to be able to continue to learn. Mm -hmm. Because in the black community, we, we, we always talk about we want to see change, but we never go out and do it. And the reason we never go out and do it, because we've been so jaded and been so uh, scared because everyone is saying that our word or our or what we believe in doesn't matter. Mm. So over the course of time, that's why if you had like my mom, yeah. who's 52 years old, it's the first year she ever voted. Wow. First year she yeah. ever voted mm. because she never believed that her vote mattered. Yeah. She never believed it. Not only did it matter. She was like, they don't give a about us here in our community. Why should I go out and help create change for somebody else when they don't care about us? Up next on Road Trippin'. What's next for more than a vote?
you know, we're trying to figure out ways right now we can continue to implement change in the communities. So here you are behind one of the biggest power moves and opportunities with more than a vote. Did you know at the time that your mother had never voted? I did not. One? No. There's some things, Allie, that your parents will not tell you. <laughs> like, baby, you're doing a good job in all that voting. <laughs> baby, you're doing such a good There's job. There's some things you that when it. you get older, you'll find out about your parents, your mom, or your dad, and some, and you know, some of you guys who have siblings that you was like, I did not know that about you. Yeah. Until they tell you. Until they're ready to tell you. Mm -hmm. And um, so, what's the word then for you? One, to see the impact and what it's going to continue to do for years to come uh, with more than a vote, and especially factoring that in. Well, I, what I, one thing I want people to understand with more than a vote, we it's not a political stance. Mm -hmm. we, we did not go out and sit down and say, okay, this is who you should vote for. Yeah. We just educated the people, uh, put the people in place in communities to be able to let them know this is your right. Yeah. And we had a lot of people that, that, that went through the judicial system and went through, you know, the jail system. And they believed because they had prior convictions or convictions and things of that nature that they were not even allowed to vote, which is, which is untrue in a lot of states. Mm -hmm. um, Snoop Dogg was a good friend of mine now. Um, he was one of those guys. That didn't know he That did vote. not know he had the ability to vote because of prior conviction. And this was his first year voting as well. Um, and we just wanted to just to engage into our communities, you know, especially some of the big communities, uh, Detroit, Michigan, and Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A lot of these communities, Miami, Florida, that that just hold a lot of power, but the, the minorities they don't go out and vote because they don't believe that it matters. That it matters. And and like I said, we want to we hear the word change. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is how you create change. So we're going to give you the education behind it. We're going to give the, the, the power. We're going to give put the people in place to help you understand your power. Chang, did you vote? Yeah, I did, actually. Mail-in vote, buddy. Thank you, Portland. Shockingly, low-key, this is the first time I voted in my... I thought I was registered, but I was registered in Phoenix, and I had to re-register in Oregon. And it was actually really, really, really easy. I was shocked. And I just mailed it in, and... I made sure to follow it and made sure it got uh, tallied correctly. So, you know, I voted. No, that, voted. and it's, it's, funny, it's funny you say that, Channing. Sorry to cut you off, yeah, Allie. But yeah. a lot of people don't, they don't understand how easy it is. You know, um, you know they're very intimidating by the word vote. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, don't, they don't know how it, it's so easy. You, you get your pamphlet yeah. and you, you can literally do your research on the candidates that's in your, because in your, it's not a, always just, it's not just about, the president. Yeah, senator. Right. Yeah. Like, and senator, a lot of it matters yeah. within your local. Within your local, because, yeah. you know, the local people that's, you know, your local judge or your or your, your local uh, city councilman. City councilman. Yeah, sheriff. Yeah, sheriff. Yeah. They're the ones who, who are creating the change or yeah. not the change that you will like. Yeah. So being able to vote on that right person, man or female, um, is very important, too. So being able to do your research on that. And yeah. you can also register to vote in a state that you live in, even though you don't have a license there. I still have an Ohio license, and I still could register in California, which I had no idea. I thought it was going to be this awful process, and it was easy, efficient, able so to get done. So you're saying you didn't vote? And no, I'm joking. I'm just, Basically, just saying I didn't vote. Between the lines. Yeah. Uh, before we move on from this, because I think it's very important, um, what's next for more than a vote? It's not going to go away. No, no, we're never uh, about a one-off. Um, you know, we're trying to figure out ways right now we can continue to implement change in the communities, uh, not only in, in my home community of Akron, Ohio, but communities all over America and hopefully create change in, in the world as well. 
Um, so we're, we're looking for opportunities. Um, there's a huge uh, uh, Senate race that's going on in, in Georgia uh, coming up in January. Um, so, um, you know, we're, we're tackling that. Um, Stacey Abrams, who's down there, is a monster. Shout out, Stacey. You're unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and everyone in the, in, in the city of Atlanta, you guys are done so much great stuff and also in Georgia um, as a state. So uh, we're going to get behind that and hopefully continue to create change. Of course, we uh, commend you for that because that yeah. is not an easy responsibility on top of all the expectations and responsibilities <laughs> you have, oh, to be a basketball player. Yeah, so before athlete, we move on you know? from all the bubble, you have celebrated – Two championships in Miami when you guys won at home. You celebrated your third championship on the road, and everyone heard about the detour to Vegas. Heaven forbid. Um, <laughs> Why and then, you look at me like that? <laughs> you, I looked up, and you like this. <laughs> we'll leave it right there. And uh, your fourth championship was in a bubble. What was the celebration like? I feel bad for my teammates, my first-time yeah. championship teammates. Mm. I feel bad yeah. for AD, um, Caruso, Markeith. Dwight, and J- most KCP, and most importantly, Jared Dudley. Spudley. Jared Dudley, <laughs> my guy does. <laughs> my guy does. My guy does. Um, Taylor and Rooks, uh, Kosis and Devontae. Hopefully, I'm not missing anyone. I feel Kuz. Yeah. Um, your whole team other than you and Rondo. No, me, Rondo, JaVale, Quinn Danny. Cook, Danny. What are you talking hey, about? We got <laughs> champions, man. I so forgot about I that. I feel bad for them. Uh-huh. Because they did not, they don't, they don't know. It was bad. I, I was there. They don't understand. I was the there. power of a championship oh. celebration. From the partying one, to the to the parade, oh, and then yeah. back to the partying. Yeah. They we have not been able to do that, and and and, and it and it burns me because as a champion, you you, you should feel that you get the you get the locker room celebration. Which I still feel like you guys love. Which is it up. amazing. The locker room celebration yeah. is amazing, but it goes like this. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> it goes like this. So you know, okay, as fast as that goes, you say, okay, we're gonna have the parade. We know that we're gonna have an unbelievable time at the parade with the fans, celebrate with the community and the fans, leave that nature. And then we're gonna have our celebration where we go out and have fun and party yeah. and things. It's just, it was just just like 2020. It's just, it's just effed but, up. But, so everybody, so again, there's always the conversation. And this is one thing I will say. People were like, oh, well, is it a real championship? Is it this? Is it that? And I was like, yo, I was in there. Hmm. I saw how hard it was to rev yourself up, to amp yourself up. No home court advantage. None. No home court advantage at all. None. And so it's like when you don't have that home court advantage and you're sluggish, you're tired, and it's like, but we're going home. Yeah. Our fans are going to be ready. Right. They're going to be loud because we're down 3-2 or whatever it is. There was none of that. This was harder than a normal championship, I in mean, my opinion. Just imagine. Just imagine. Oh, this, this just is, imagine this a 16, is, RJ. We're going, we're down 3-1. Which one do you, there's nothing in here. If we're down 3-1 and, and 16. Yeah. And no we're not chance. going back no. to Cleveland? No, what? And, and or, we're just playing yeah, another game. We're just playing another game in a, in a bubble? Golden the, State may beat us by 100. Yeah, the greatest, no, the greatest game I've <laughs> ever been a part Easy. of is game six in Cleveland. Because it was like, the minute we stepped on the floor, we knew that there was no chance we were going to lose that game. Right. Right? Like, now, no we way. didn't know what was going to happen in game seven. Yeah, 3-2. It was 3-2. It was 3-2 in Cleveland. Oh, God. And, Somebody and, help and Richie. Channing's still having PTSD. Yeah, he is. He said, please don't, please don't, don't take it back it. to this. Please don't talk about it. Yeah. No, he's, he's <laughs> complaining because he doesn't think Richard can open a wine bottle. Oh, that's, well, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, poor oh, look, come on now. You don't have to have your own wine to be able to open a wine bottle. I you mean, hear that, Channing? Oh, ho, ho. 
Oh, yeah, but Richard Channing. doesn't even drink wine. Speaking no, I, of, I drink we just... it socially. He drinks it socially, and it's and it's a nice Whispering Angel Rosé too. Yeah, it's I, nice. I drink it socially. Well, at this point, Whispering Remember Angel, what's up? Whispering Angel, what? Up? Whispering Angel, Whispering Angel should be like, what's up? Just give us some. This well, they, 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 uh, I think it's a very strong possibility they will after this. <laughs> Ooh. You think? Yeah, I, I <laughs> well, believe thank you. so. Hey, what's up? Up next on Road Trippin'. I moved to Cabo in the offseason for a couple weeks out of the year. I was drinking tequila heavy, eating tacos. All right, what's so. That little, what's that old crusty bottle you got next to you? Yeah, Ooh. wrong one. Oh, that's this a, one. That's the crusty wrong bottle side, next to you. Yeah. If you camera, watch. Camera three. If you watch your videos, my favorite part is Ooh. legacy, Ooh. life, and Lobos. Oh, no, other legacy, way, other way, life, other way. Lobos. Lobos. You know? But what? But this is my thing. We're How did you have that? We are a pack. We are a pack, man. Uh, yeah, but my thing is this is like, man, like, obviously oh, I know you are fluent. You are fluent <laughs> in several different alcohols. But, man, I'm going to get on board with the tequila, but... I had to go eat some. I was like, man, if I'm gonna be sipping on tequila this morning, <laughs> no. See, so I brought, I, I brought it because yeah. I, I wanted you guys to try it at yeah, some right. point while yeah. we're here, and, and also be able to get, you know, just let it sit there. It's, it's, it's a beautiful. And How did you see get this. it scripted? See, huh? Just, How did you get scripted like that? You know, 2020 NBA champions. You know a guy? I know someone. <laughs> I know someone who knows someone. <laughs> You know, why, you know, why did you decide to partner? Like, obviously, right. like you're you're one of those individuals that everyone knows. This is, goes without saying that you get offered and asked, and so many yeah. opportunities come across your your you know table, your plate, whatever it is. Like, why did you decide to partner up with a tequila? It's literally like when I get asked about something to be able to partner or to invest or to be a part of the 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 movement. Yeah, it's where I'm at in my life. Yeah, and and literally tequila. I've, it was a point in my life, so was it two summers ago or last summer, um, I started to drink tequila like heavily. All I was drinking was wine and tequila. I put down like the hard liquor that I was doing in my 20s. Yeah. In your 20s, you're trying to figure you out. Figure out. You're <laughs> trying to figure out, okay, yeah. what do I like? I don't, I don't like that. Okay, I'm going to go with this, whatever. I realized in my 30s that wine and tequila is like, I'm good with that. Yeah. And um, so I was really starting to drink tequila and... Um, Three and a half years ago, I bought a place in Cabo, uh -huh. um, a nice vacation place, um, partnered with uh, a couple guys, and we got a house in, in, in Cabo. And and if you know any better, um, in Cabo, uh, tequila, tequila, tequila is king. It's, it's king. Yeah. It's king. So I will go to the bar. Um, we have like a little beach house. We have like a beach house bar yeah. at our property, and they have a hundred different tequilas. From you know blancos to reposados to Cabo you know anejos, Casamigos. you know extra anejos mm -hmm. uh, to mezcals. You got casamigos. Mezcal's you got casa dragones. You got y'all make know, a mezcal. Ooh. We do make a mezcal. That's what I, I need the mezcal. We do the make a mezcal. It's because he's a whiskey guy. We, yes. got, we got four. We got yeah. You like a smoky. Yeah. We got like four. We got four kinds. We got a hoven, which is the equivalent of blanco, which yeah. means young. Yeah. We got a reposado. Um, this is the extra anejo, mm -hmm. and then we have a mezcal. So I'll make sure. Yeah, they have the mezcal. I make sure you get the, the bottle of mezcal. That. So that, that's where it's at. I, I, I moved to Cabo in the off season for uh -huh. a couple weeks out of the year. 
I was drinking tequila heavy, eating tacos. Why does she find this funny? And uh, now, now I have a tequila, a tequila company. I just feel like he really always humbles us because Channing just goes up north in Oregon, <laughs> as you mentioned at the start of this. Like, and Bron's like, I'm just buying property hours. in Cabo for a couple weeks. Well, literally, right. I'm just giving you guys the, you guys, yeah, Chan, always Chan, tell you guys the truth. Yeah, but Channing, Channing's driving up north to go to more wine, to get more <laughs> Oregon wines. The Oregon Pinots are amazing yeah. this time of year. And them things were slapping, I'm going to tell you this. You Walla Walla, Washington. There's some great, listen, there's some great Pinots in California. I just haven't had a chance to go down there and take trips. But listen, why? we got things I on mean, the move. So but, why, why huh? he haven't had a chance to come down to California? I mean, it's so far, huh? I haven't been on a plane since March. I mean, listen, we have legit just been driving everywhere. It's just, I got four kids, you know, I got people that help out with my kids at home. So I'm like, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm not like doing anything. I'm not doing anything at home. I got people that yeah, have the kids. I'm literally just. So basically, I, I he just told don't us like, you I'm have like, the ability home. to get away. You just have not taken advantage of it. That's basically what you said. I have help at home, and I'm stuck here. Do you have a barber at home? <laughs> nah, man. Listen, look. I know, you know it's bad when somebody goes backwards. When somebody sure. goes backwards, you know it's for bad. For sure. Richard. You got to be like mid-40s to start going backwards against the grain. First of all, Richard got hair jelly right now. Now look at these curls. You're so jelly. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Richard, if I, you had an opportunity to grow these locks, these luscious, these I did luscious see, I did curls. see um, the beautiful... Uh, you know, university, was it Arizona? Damn right. Oh my God. Uh, they posted, you know, some throwback highlights of my guy, RJ. And he had a beautiful <laughs> grain nice of hair. Nice lineup, nice lineup. He had a beautiful lineup. grain of hair. Yeah, I was blocking shots. It was, shots. It was oh, 1997. He the side of his head on the phone. Oh yeah. Windmilling. Yeah. yeah, I was like, ooh. I show it to my kids now. They be like, they know. I was like, cause it was on, it was on Twitter. And so I'm like, Daddy, Daddy, can we watch the video of you dunking? Because there ain't no, there's like, Daddy, is this in the olden days? I'm like, yes, son, this is standard definition. So I'll sit there and like, Daddy, Daddy, can I watch this? And I was like, all right, son, we can watch the two-minute video of me dancing. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah don't uh -huh. forget, don't they, forget. They didn't, they didn't ever, they didn't post one of Channing, though. No, 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 they don't have highlights yes, have. of like yes, hard board slaps and layups. You had booms? First of all, I had booms in college. Please explain. But dunks. I was getting dunks. I was a true center in college. And then they had me my rookie year had to guard Shaq in, in Miami. I said, this ain't it. I said, this ain't me. I said, this ain't me. So you stopped being, you stop being true? Yeah, so you stop no being more true, true to it. I'm going to be a false Listen, center now. I'm going to be a real false Shaq center. Oh, yeah, no, no, false there, was center. No, there was no guard centers at all. Because back in the day, like my rookie year, there was like Shaq, Yao, there was Dikembe, like strong dudes like Tim Boozer, Duncan. Dikembe, right. Tim Duncan, strong ass dudes like Jahidi White. And, um, <laughs> is that real? Jahidi yeah. White was like a White. Bull. I thought he just made that up. No an animal. You had those goons in Seattle? Yeah, remember the two goons in Seattle? <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Right? All them dudes. I said, you know Danny what? This is, this Danny Fordson. Danny Fordson. Yes. knocking people out. Oh, man. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He Jeff. fouled me so hard one time that I said, you know what? I don't know if I love basketball this much. I'm not ready to die. <laughs> you made a <laughs> hell of a living on the three-point line as seven-footer. As a seven-footer. Thank you. And listen, look. He should Allie, think, he should think those that. guys because he's ranked like right there. The, don't you got like, where are you ranked like as a, most threes for a seven-footer, Channing? 
Uh, like one or two, maybe. I love it. Yeah, then, yeah. but then, yeah, he's like, uh, one or two. two. Usually, when someone says, uh, yeah, then yeah, you get yeah. to like maybe like five, yeah. maybe he said, yeah, one or two. But you know, those guys are coming take. like Przingis. Przingis is going to, you know, keep knocking down threes if he can stay healthy. Yeah, you know. got to stay healthy. Listen, look, it makes a little wibbly wobbly. I mean, up next on Road Trippin', can y'all repeat? We can. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, we absolutely can. Here on the Sports Gap, we love to report on the people that are reporting on sports. Jimmy Butler is clubhouse cancer. If that's what y'all worried about, good luck to y'all. Edutainment. This is the world's finest sports and entertainment. I want to talk about athlete voices. Spineless cowards like LeBron James. Nonviolence is what it's all about. This is known as the jock tax. You too can have a successful career in the NBA. Man, I'm in the NFL. It's all good, man. I'm your host, Richard Jefferson, and this is The Sports Gap. But it's like, Season's damn. coming up. Yes. You've touched the basketball twice. <laughs> yeah, season's Take coming up. Season's coming How up. are we going to get through this with COVID, dog? Hang on. There's a, okay, what? there's that. What did I miss? But there's also, like, the team that is not here any longer. You have your guys that, like, just recently in the last, like, Yeah, week. so, yeah. You didn't I mean, even get a summer to rage with them. I know, right. So, I, I got to give a shout out to yeah. Danny Green. Yeah. Ray John Rondo. Mm -hmm. Dwight Howard. JaVale. JaVale McGee. Quinn Cook. Um, you Who's know, my... uh, shut up. <laughs> Edit. Kuz, I'm kidding. Shut up. I'm kidding. Just, Dog, come way, on. Kuz, Kuz just put out an ad uh, yesterday, too. He about, did. Yeah, he put out a good <laughs> ad. He put, um, yeah, you know. No, he, no, he's Kuz. You can't say Kuz that. Kuz is sick of it. Kuz is sick of it. Oh, Laker fans give out, uh, uh, Kuz give out PSP, and they singing and apologizing. Right. Kuz, that right. was funny. Yeah. A lot of respect on that. Yeah, so, you know, Dwight I Howard, JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, Quinn Cook, obviously, um, we don't win the championship, and RJ know what being a part of a championship ball club, no matter if you play zero minutes or you're 30, 40 minutes, mm -hmm. that all ties into one because we all challenge each other every day, and it's times where the vets don't want to practice, where those guys who haven't played, they have to practice to keep it going. Um, so um, I wish Rajon well in Atlanta, Dwight and Danny in Philly, Javelle back in Cleveland. Yeah, huh? yep. dope. And Quinn, I, I mean, he's a he's a pro. He's gonna he's gonna find a. He's definitely gonna get a. He's spot. definitely gonna get a, 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 a look. Um, hopefully back with us. We still have two roster spots. Hopefully we may bring him back. So, yeah. um, so kudos to those guys. Much respect. Love those guys. When you win a championship with a group, goes on forever. You could talk about it for the rest of your life. And then I move on. To unfortunately, but fortunately, yeah. To my new teammates. And I'm happy as hell to have Big Mark Gasol, uh, who Laker Nation, first of all, know that he was traded on draft day for his older brother. Yeah, he was he's supposed to be a Laker. Do you think Powell's coming out? Do you think Powell's coming back? We see. <laughs> we see. Maybe, I mean, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We Can have Mark, who play? was traded on draft day. Because Mark is going to be in year 20 now, right? Because I was seven, I played 17. 13. <laughs> What? Not Mark. I mean, Powell. Oh, Powell. I was about to say. Me and yeah. Powell were same draft class. Yeah, Powell was what, 01? 01? Yeah, we were yeah, 01. Class. So yeah, that would be 19, 20? Yeah, so yeah. he's got to be 20. He just posted that video the other day on Instagram. I didn't see out it. in the gym. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So, yeah. you know, happy to have uh, Mark, another champion. Yeah. Yep. One with the Raptors two years ago, who I've always loved. Yeah. Mark has my Defensive Player of the Year trophy at his house. <laughs> but 
Yo, but, I, but, but, is, but that's no hero there. No, 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 that's not but. a knock on Mark, but I, this is the thing. Because, like, you know, sometimes we don't I love pay you, attention. Mark. I love you, Mark. I can't wait to talk about this. We don't pay attention to stuff, but, like, when you brought that up, like, you brought it up, or somebody brought it up, and I was like, what are you talking about, defensive player here? And then I saw, and I saw that, like, Mark Gasol didn't receive, like, any first-place first, votes. No, he was second. First team yeah, votes. Yeah. He only received every third uh, third team vote, but then that had vaulted him with enough points accumulated to be the – I was like – yeah. I was confused. Look, not that because this was weird. Not that Memphis wasn't a great defensive what? team. What? They was Ryan. a monster. They were a monster, but it was like Tony Allen, Zach, him, like, like Conley. They were loaded, but it was like he got all the credit. And so, like, I didn't know. And I'm glad you brought that up. But yeah. continue. But I'm extremely excited to have Mark, nevertheless. Wesley Matthews, who yeah. I've loved to compete great against. Guy. And his father is a former Laker as well. Oh, that's dope. So we got two guys. Trez. We got two guys who have family Laker ties. Yeah. And then we get Trez. I'll Trez it. No, we got Trez. No, I'll Trez end up here with we the Lakers. We knocked on it. So Trez was the next door. First of all, Trez was the next door neighbor. We knocked on his door and said, uh, do you like Yeah, he said he felt like right the Clippers here? didn't like what was going on. How did Trez end up We knocked on his door and we landed Trez. I mean, the That was honestly like the moment of free agency where everyone was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, including including some of his teammates. That they, they actually put that on social media. That's not like I'm making it up. What? We got Trez, who six man of the year award winner, who's going to help our bench, which we, we struggled with our, this past year with our bench, <laughs> you know, and keeping that up. And then. Then you've got the runner up. And then we got the runner up, six man of the year award, and Dennis Schroeder. So who. That was a pickup. I call his nickname. He might, I don't know if you like it or not. We have not had the conversation, but he's Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. Because I love what game. he brings to the game, his tenacity. He's a dog. You got to let him go. He gets under the skin. He's a Richard Jefferson, Draymond Green type guy where. <laughs> If he's your teammate, you love the out of him. If he's not, you can't stand him. That's not funny, Sonia. Hey, by the way, and Sonia, uh, she understands exactly what I'm saying. If he's your friend, you love him. If not, you're like, oh, my God, get this jerk away from me. <laughs> I love Dennis Schroeder he's and good. what they're going to bring to our team. And um, Can you all repeat? We can. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, we absolutely can. Like RJ said with the Nets, first of all, it all starts with health. Yeah, you have to you have to have some luck. You have to have health. If we can stay healthy, um, but we did get younger. Um, we got the 27 year old point guard. We got the 27 year old six man of the year Warren Trez. Um, you know, we we got IQ younger. With Mark. You know, we got Mark, who's a defensive player of the year, and his IQ playing against not only playing against him in the NBA, but also playing against him versus Spain uh, yeah, national team. By. You told us we had 90 minutes. We've gone 210. Yeah, but I mean, what you well, got? We had a okay. we call, we, call, we, call, we, 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 we got the bubble. We got this upcoming okay. season. We upcoming got upcoming season. How are we going to be able to do this? And I don't mean this in yeah, a yeah, negative I, I sense. Talk, I want to talk so about. We got yeah. four. We got four Christmas games. We can see that it's progressively getting worse. Game one in 13 days. What is it really? In yes. 13 days, and LeBron James has touched a basketball twice. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's gonna be okay. It's gonna be three times that I touch this uh, this green <laughs> one. Right here. Um, I'm gonna touch that one. Um, preseason, I'm not quite worried about. I am rounding 36. James uh, Worthy is gonna be really mad if he comes into this studio and has to talk about basketball without you. Listen, big game, James. I love you. Hopefully, see you in the studio. Uh, we're gonna have a stogie together. Uh, we still need to have a championship stogie together for sure. Toast to this, uh, to this tequila. Um, that's nor here nor there. We say that for the side, but um. I, don't worry about me in the preseason. Nah, it's not, I'm not worried no. about you in basketball. I want to know, <laughs> as an individual that pays attention to this stuff, yeah. like, 
how is it? Like, we watch now. It's like you see all these college football games getting canceled, canceled yeah. postponed. Yeah. And college basketball is like, we're ready to start. Right. It's like, no, you're, right, not. Right. you're not. No, you're no not. one's and, starting. And it's, 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 college basketball has done what they needed to do. They just went, literally, they would send teams to an area for 10 days, and they'd get three straight games in. Yeah. So um, that they could, like, limit the travel time. That's actually like, they're smart. Doing it what is smart. They it is smart. And, and um, it's very smart. So uh, I'm very intrigued on seeing what, what what's the protocol is going to be. Um, we have... We, there's been discussions, there's been talks. Um, they wanted to make sure that we can get the season going, um, obviously for a lot of different reasons. Money. Um, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> reason. Um, but, but the safety of our players yeah. and the safety of our owners and the safety of our GMs and the safety of our um, coaches, our, our coaches and, and you, know, so, um, you know, training staff and things, that, that, that's, that's more important than anything. Mm. Um, it's 111. I always catch that. 1111 and 111. It's tattooed <laughs> on my hand. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's weird. Weirdo. But you still um, have the stop sign? Yeah, I still got the stop sign. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm still not stopping the drinks. So but I'm very matter. I'm very intrigued on seeing how, how they how they deal with this because we all know that COVID is still very active. It's actually and, and they actually told us that in the winter it's gonna be more active than any time. And that's what we're in right now. Yeah. You know, either if you're seeing snow or not, this is the winter time and it's and it's picking up steam. So um I just want to see. I want to see how we how we tackle this. Why well, the schedule is supposed to come out? Our and you see the NBA. They but it know. Comes out in part. Yeah, they say it's, it's coming weird. out in part one, part two stuff. And they were saying like teams are going to come and they're going to play like all the they're going to all but like the California teams. Right, right. They're going to play the LA teams, or right. you're going to go to Texas and you're going to play all. Right, three or you teams go to Texas, East Coast and you play the you play, the, you play Brooklyn, Brooklyn, division, you Philly. You're going to see your division a lot. It is yeah. not an easy one now. Yeah, our division is tough now. Yeah. You know, CP is, CP is now in our division. Yeah. Yes, Phoenix is going to be. Yeah, they are. They, uh, I mean, my 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 guy James Jones has done a hell of a job over cool. there. Shout out champ. Shout out champ. Shout out champ. Shout out champ. He's done a hell of a job and. and not only acquiring uh, CP3, but he is building that team. He's got some really, really good things going on over there to add to the all-star future superstar in Devin Booker. Yeah. So our, our division is going to be loaded.